Hey you, if you're in the market to sell or buy a home, make your next move with Next Home Refined. This local real estate brokerage specializes in humans over houses, focusing on the main part of the real estate transaction, the people. Contact Mini Samuel at 262-960-0468 or minis, M-I-N-I-S, dot smarthomeprice.com to start your real estate adventure. That's Next Home Refined. Are you suffering from pain, migraines, PTSD, anxiety, grief, or stress? Well, visit our friend Laura Cox of Acupuncture and Wellness of Wisconsin, 3917 47th Avenue, for excellent care in the form of natural, functional, and traditional Chinese medicine. Visit acuwellwi.com so you can live, live well, well, choose well, well and, and be well. well. Mosey on down to the Downtowner Saloon, 707 56th Street, for mouth-watering southwestern foods. Including their amazing brisket, flavorful original rubs, and the gall-darn-hot tootinous smokinous meats in town. Enjoy a meal or just stop in for one of their delicious specialty drinks at the Downtowner Saloon, 707 56th Street. yee on this episode of the Cape Town Connects podcast, we're going to be singing the praises of the nonprofit Kenosha Opera Festival. So give a standing ovation to our next guests, Nick and Kayla from the Kenosha Opera Festival. Cue that music. Welcome to the K-Town Connects Podcast. How you doing there, Donnie? I'm doing great, Jason. It's a pleasure to be doing this podcast with you once again. The pleasure is all mine. Oh my goodness. I know. We just got done with the Hot Wheels tournament yesterday. Yeah, we did. It was very successful. Well, thanks for everyone for coming out to that. Yeah, it was a they, good time. Yeah, Craig raised some some good money. He's raising for a bronze Al Molinaro statue. Yes, right. Remember Al Molinaro from Happy Days, born in Kenosha? Mm-hmm. Well, he wants to put a bronze Al, like they have a bronze Fonz in Milwaukee. He wants a bronze Al here in Kenosha. So, yeah, so we're, st- we're all a step closer to getting yeah, that here yeah, in Kenosha. Yeah. Thank you, Craig, from the port. Uh, but who are we talking to today? Oh, we are with the Kenosha. Opera Festival. Sounds Nick great. and Kayla, yeah. So, um, so don't sing too much, guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I know you guys were humming around with that song. You're like, oh, how can we oh, do an opera style? It's so catchy, right, you know? Yeah, how could you yeah. not? And I want to thank Dropping Daisies for that awesome theme song. Thank you, Dropping Daisies. Yeah, they're going to be performing at Fusion Ellie Fest at Fusion in the next week or so. Yes. I believe it's, I believe it's the 18th. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, go check them out down there. Yep. And uh, we're recording today at Luigi's Pizza Kitchen. They're located at 7531 39th Avenue. They're open Tuesdays through Sundays. Closed on Monday so we can record. (laughs) Give them a call, 262-694-6565. Find their full menu and order online at Luigi's Pizza Kenosha.com. And like we always say, 
order those, those pizza, pizza pies. pies. <laughs> you can also look for the Cape Town Connects podcast on Spectrum Channel 14 and the Kenosha Community Media streaming channel on the Roku Box every Wednesday at 11 a.m. and Sunday at 5 p.m. Look, Mom, I'm on TV. I'm famous <laughs> on the Public Access Channel. <laughs> and if you want our faces on you, mm-hmm. you can get your own K-Town Connects merchandise through the lottery machine. They got t-shirts, sweatshirts, beanies, koozies, and more. You can find a quick link to our shop at ktownconnects.com. Also, follow the K-Town Connects podcast on all your social media outlets, including Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube. Drop us a review on Facebook or on your favorite podcast provider and help us spread the word about the hottest podcast in town. And what podcast is that, everybody? The K-Town Connects podcast. (laughs) (laughs) We should have rehearsed that. (laughs) (laughs) You did a conductor. A one, a two. <laughs> Donnie we, was trying. We just weren't following. <laughs> Sorry, man. Oh, you kind of throw me off on that one too. I wasn't expecting that. But. Well, you know, hey, that's what we do here. <laughs> so, <laughs> so instead of being off with the rest, of you, I just kept my mouth shut. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We'd also like to thank. Uh, we'll give a shout out to our Patreon supporter of the week, Mark Olke. Hey, Mark. Thank you, Mark, for joining the after party at Patreon.com. Mark and all of our Patreon supporters get early access to each episode, bonus material, and the critically acclaimed bonus show is what it is. Plus, so much more. Wow, critically acclaimed bonus show? What's that all about? I don't know. I'm just reading the copy, buddy. Uh, I guess they got to subscribe to Patreon to find out. Yeah, yeah. Subscriptions start as low as, get this, $2 a month. No way. As low as $2? Price of a cup of coffee. It's like 10 gallons of gas. (laughs) (laughs) And you can find the quick link to our Patreon at ktownconnects.com. That's our website. Yes, a great website it is. I kind of updated it the other day. Whoa. I know, I know, I know, I know. Do you have any new reviews on there? No. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, we're here with Nick and Kayla from the Kenosha uh, Opera Festival. Whoa. Edit that. Kenosha Opera Festival. (laughs) How are you guys doing? Thank you for joining us. It's been way overdue. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We've been been, uh, trying now and then to get in, but you guys are so busy and popular, (laughs) you know? What can I say? What can I say? (laughs) Well, we got good timing because you have some events coming up this summer, so we'll be able to touch on that and see exactly what this uh, Kenosha Opera Festival is all about and I what it does. I know nothing about anything. That's all right. <laughs> By the end of this, you're going to like not realize you learned so much. You're like, oh my gosh, what? <laughs> all right, so we're just going to kind of get to know you guys in this first segment. Uh, we'll start with you, Nick. Um, were you born in Kenosha or when did you come to Kenosha? Give us your backstory. Yeah, on sure. So I was actually born in Texas. Oh. Uh, yeah, so we came up here though when I was a young kid. You okay. Know, I was like, you know, barely talking. Uh, my dad moved up here for work. Okay. Uh, so we lived over here, and then he commuted to Evanston. Oh, okay. So that's what was up with us. Okay. Uh, so I kind of How came... did they land Kenosha? They were just like, mm, let's... Well, I mean, yeah, they were looking in this area because they didn't want to live, like, in the city. Right. We had... I'm one of five kids. So we oh. had a fair few kids, and they wanted, like, a place okay. to spread out a little bit. We did, to my shame, a few years <laughs> in Illinois, just, like, right over the border. <laughs> but uh, all my friends were up here. I was up here all the time doing mm-hmm. all the stuff, and eventually the family just kind of, like, hopped the so I always claim Kenosha. Yeah. And Kayla, um, you're not originally from Kenosha, correct? I'm not. I've always uh, been in Wisconsin, though. Born and raised in Wisconsin. uh, And then went to Carthage um, for my undergrad. Where in Wisconsin did you grow up? Uh, West Bend, Wisconsin. Oh, okay, so not really, too far not, away. really yeah. not too yeah. far. So I, I was, skip. Yeah, I was really <laughs> always aware of Kenosha, but just never really made my way down here and went to school down here. And 
um, my husband and I fell in love with it. And so when the time was right, we moved back and, oh, okay. and we've just kind of settled here. So, so you came to Carthage. What kind of degree were you seeking? Music ed. Oh, okay. And so you're the dream. Yeah. And that's right. And that's where I met my husband as well, too. Oh, okay. So it worked out great. And now so, he, he teaches at Carthage. Oh, so. wow. And then so you graduated from Carthage with this degree then. Did you find a job right away doing that here in Kenosha, or did you have to... I did move back home. My husband and I moved back home, um, and I taught for a couple of years, and then he got the job at Carthage. We came back. Okay. Um, I'm actually not in public education anymore, but love that part of my life, love that journey I was on, and mm-hmm. actually now I work at Parkside, so we've got oh, the wow. like the competing school oh, thing going yes. on in our household. <laughs> <laughs> as like Kenosha as it gets, really. <laughs> so back when you were going to Carthage, did you get off campus very often? Were you some, what were some of your favorite places in town back yeah, then? Yeah. Um, I always went to the Harbor Market. Great um, place. Love the Harbor oh, yeah. Market. And then I had that amazing internship with Kenosha Symphony Orchestra. So mm-hmm. I just like fell in love with the downtown. Yeah. Back okay. then. And that that was like what did it for me. Yes. Um, really having that opportunity to get off campus and then getting the apartment at Station Side right there by oh, the yeah, Wendy's. Oh, right there. Yep. yep. So I was like, I Get was, those Frosties every I day. <laughs> it was sort of a problem. <laughs> <laughs> Too good of a location. Usually when I ask that question, they say, oh, is our Peg and Lou is getting drunk every night. <laughs> Kayla's being a little more productive right. that, I guess so okay. we did we were interns together at the symphony mm-hmm. this was when Publix used to be right across the street from like what the it's now Herzing but it mm-hmm. used to be the Kenosha News right. building mm-hmm. that's where our office was was like in that same block we got we got to Publix now yeah. you know? mm-hmm. now you're talking is that when you guys met yeah yeah we were both students at Carthage mm-hmm. okay and, uh, and then uh, we were both interns at the symphony yeah yeah so how did you guys meet? Just were you like, oh my? How did you start talking music? I'm yeah, assuming? yeah, we were both music majors. Yeah, um, I like don't have like a distinct memory of specifically. Yeah. It's funny when you're because in the music department, like there's a bunch of people in choir and there's a bunch yeah. of people in band or orchestra, and so like there's a ton of like overlap between mm-hmm. all of these things. But like you're not totally sure. Like you get there and then everybody just knows everybody pretty quickly. So I, I do remember that you were not, you came to the Carthage Choir like a semester mm-hmm. or something like that. Mm-hmm. So I remember that you kind of like entered the picture for like at least to what I was paying attention to, like a semester after everybody else. Yeah. And then we got, we got thick pretty quick. Yeah. So, what was your first impressions of each other? Yeah. I was like, this is a person is the worst. <laughs> <laughs> I know what some of your first impressions were of me. Remember that letter I found? Oh, I, the oh. Leo Kappa thing. Uh-oh. I don't oh, remember. Uh-oh. When, I, when I rushed um, the music fraternity, oh. like a bunch of you all signed the card, and you were like, just love your professionalism <laughs> and like the energy you bring to things. And I'm like, well, oh, that really paid off for you, I guess. <laughs> but I, I remember digging oh, that out so and be like, oh my gosh, that's so crazy. I had like a moment of sheer terror. I was like, I wouldn't have ever put anything mean. <laughs> no way. No, and I mean, I'm sure I was just like, oh, yeah, that, that opera guy. That guy. That guy was like singing all the time. And you guys just, your, your friendship just blossomed from there, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. just grew, grew, grew. That's right. We had a, we were kind of part of the same friend group, had a bunch mm-hmm. of mutual friends and like would, you know, uh, mm-hmm. do stuff together. We were in choir together, go to parties together and stuff. The whole, the whole friend group was pretty tight and, um, so were you going for a music ed degree as well? I was going for music performance. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So I was a, a vocal major. Ooh. Uh, wow. Yeah. So I did my, I did my time at Carthage. <laughs> I was say, one of those. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. It was really fun though. It was, yeah. You know what I liked about Carthage? Because after I got done at Carthage, I went off to grad school and that was in like upstate New York. Mm-hmm. Don't recommend it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's fine. Parts of it are fine. Uh, but you know, like I, I realized after the fact, like how nice it was to like be at Carthage and be in Kenosha mm-hmm. and just have like a fun, 
like nice college experience, like all the stuff at Carthage, like all the classes, like I was taking philosophy and all this other <laughs> stuff. It was just like super fun. You know, yeah. you could do all that stuff. And then you get to conservatory and like for grad school and it's just like, whoosh, you know, ah. like get to, it. <laughs> get to it guy. And you're like, oh, okay. <laughs> so when you were at Carthage, what were some of your hangout spots when you weren't singing and studying? Yes. Mine was definitely Einstein. I was going to say it's got to be Einstein. It's like that there big was, back corner. Yep. The, the table in the back corner. Yes. We would claim it. We would kick out the younger students. Oh, you're like, this is ours. Get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> you haven't earned this. There was a table directly behind. I've always joked, but I may one day do it if I ever like find money somehow. <laughs> is that there was this one table that I spent like probably years of my life at behind the fireplace there in Einstein's because my older sister also went to Carthage and like mm -hmm. I got involved with some stuff before I actually went mm -hmm. so I spent like a lot of time I'd like take the you know I'd like get a ride with somebody up mm -hmm. and oh, I'm just in high school but I'm here to, I'm here to sing a, I'm going to take a voice lesson and so I would just be like sitting at this table not knowing anybody um, and just like I, I genuinely feel like I should, like, if they ever somehow extract money from me in yeah. a donation. Slap your name on that I'm thing. putting a plaque on that table. <laughs> that table's mine. All right, all right. <laughs> so did you guys have any nicknames in high school or college? Um, I don't know. Nothing that stuck. Oh, like, yeah. Nothing that was, like, for real. Or they said to your face that you... <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I was yeah. going to say, I don't know if anyone would dare... Uh, no, for me. yeah, I don't think they will. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Oh. Don't mess with her. Yeah, she's not wrong either. <laughs> so you went to New York, Nick, and then you you come back to Kenosha after that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I did my I did my grad work in New York, and so I spent like three years total. It was a two year program, but then my now wife was working on her degree, so I stuck around one more year okay. after I finished. Very nice uh, of you. I know, mm -hmm. right? Yeah, mm -hmm. I was. I had a little day job, and I was auditioning and stuff, and. Uh, it worked out for me because then I got a job in Milwaukee actually oh. singing. There's a in the opera world. There's something called a young artist program that's like super prevalent. Like before you like get out there and like get jobs full time, like as a freelance singer, this is like a stepping stone thing that we have. Mm -hmm. um, and so there's a young artist program, the Baumgartner Studio Artist Program <laughs> at the Florentine Opera in Milwaukee. So I, I went up there. I got a job in Wisconsin. So I was like, score! Yeah. Because uh, I was like really close, close to home. So I started singing there, uh, kind of came down and did some stuff. Uh, I travel a ton, but I kind of hang my hat in Kenosha. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. Now, Kayla, I have a question for both of you. I'll start with you. Opera is kind of an unusual thing for a young person to be into. How did you even grow to to uh, love the the genre and the music? Yeah, that's super fair. Um, I think a lot of it has come more into who I am being a part of this festival because um, opera isn't my starting place okay. um, as much as it perhaps was for Nick a little bit more. Um, but I was part of an opera group in the south side of Milwaukee for many, many years, um, and my primary instrument is actually violin. So oh, okay. I played violin in that opera ensemble, and I learned a ton through that experience. So through high school and into early college, and like played for Festa Italiana, and like really got to know some like the classics, like the real okay. core rap that you should know. Um, and it really opened my eyes to something that I just had never been exposed to before. So you just always been a music geek, just kind of yep. Going it was easy to add one more thing. Okay. Oh yeah. <laughs> How about you, Nick? Well, um, I got into opera. I really have uh, Greg Berg to thank slash blame for that. Um, <laughs> Who's I, that? Greg Berg. He's a professor of voice at Carthage. Okay. Uh, he also does the uh, morning show at WGTD. Okay. Uh, oh, yes. So one of the classical music talk radio people around here. Um, but he was my voice teacher in school. Actually, at late high school and then also in college at Carthage. 
Um, I was doing music all my life. So I was homeschooled growing up Mm -hmm. and my mom was super like liberal artsy. She was like, you got to not just do all the stuff like, you know, history and English and all these Mm -hmm. maths and things for the, that the state says, but also you're going to learn like music and art and stuff. So we did all of that. And I, cause my mom was telling me to do, it was just like extremely begrudging at all the time. (laughs) Actual horse's ass. So like, (laughs) uh, my poor mom. So anyway, uh, eventually I got like cajoled old into doing enough stuff that I was like, actually, this is pretty fun. Like, uh-huh. I, I do like this. So when college rolled around, I was like, I don't know what I'm going to do. I guess I'll just go for music. And then <laughs> I, I like did my freshman year. I was like, okay, I really like this. And then I was like, okay, this is like a difficult like world to get into. It's like a really competitive, hard thing. So yeah. I'm, I'm going to either kind of like do it or not. Like, mm-hmm. let's get serious. So then my sophomore year, I just really like went full in. It on really opera. is all or nothing. It is. It yeah. is. It's a, it's definitely a, it's, I mean, people, you know, not everybody knows about opera, right. so they're not going to be like, oh, I know all about how competitive, like how many people there must be who sing opera. Like, yeah. Because you may or may not realize, but like mm. there's all of these like schools around the country churning out graduates that sing classical music wow. every year. And each year, all those people are competing for jobs. So mm-hmm. it's, it's super duper competitive. Um, so well, yeah. then just like playing guitar or anything like that, there's a very small portion of people actually get paid well for this too. Right. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, I mean, I'm sh- sure, but an opera is probably even less of a, of a, yeah. Well, it's tough too, because you know, like doing an opera, what's the, they always call it the most opulent form of art or whatever. Cause mm. it's just expensive. Like mm. everything to do with opera. Cause it's theater, you know, so you gotta have like sets and costumes and makeup and lights and right. all that stuff. And then also, you know, the singers are like specialists cause they like went to school for a zillion years and they like know this one style of singing from like 200 years ago. So it's like, mm-hmm. you know, there's nothing about it that's like cheap. So all of the companies that do it, you know, that do it well, well enough to like employ somebody, um, they're kind of, you know, scattered about, you know, there's, okay. there's, there's a bunch more than you would expect in this country, but yeah, it's, it's tough to put it together. It's the same as any other kind of like art form. Okay. What's, um, Something about opera in general that people, the public doesn't really know that you might want to let them know about. Is there anything you think of? Yeah, like me, I know nothing about. <laughs> if I could say... I mean, you think of Bugs Bunny and... Right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Caught that on your YouTube channel. Yeah, did you? Yes. <laughs> yeah, you very did. Great, very great videos you guys have. On oh, YouTube. thank I'm you. I'm very impressed. We'll post those. a link on that on our yeah. page. Oh, my gosh. I really appreciate... We really appreciate that. That's yeah. Good quality, too. Warms the heart. Yeah, I really, really... We try. Good. We try. Nick it, is going to be literally floating even on though I didn't, <laughs> Even though I didn't understand anything, but I was learning. You were learning. Well, there that's we the go. whole point, yeah. right? I mean, that's... I would say if there was one thing that I could say to people about opera and only one thing, I would say it's not snooty. Like mm-hmm. it's not what you think it is. Um, there's this great video. My wife saw this opera in, she was in Italy and it, you know, the culture is different there. Like it's part of the culture. It's baked right in. Um, and literally this one guy is singing this. It's a really famous aria. People would actually know it from like TV commercials and stuff. Mm-hmm. It's called Nessun Dorma. Um, and at the very end, he sang victory. Vincero, vincero. It's like Pavarotti's thing. Anyway, at the very you end. You have a beautiful voice. Oh, thank you. I sure appreciate that. <laughs> Boy, better. I mean, come on. They are laying it on thick today. They are. I know. Wow. The, the listeners can't see my beet red face. <laughs> but like, like the, the people just like get up and scream. It's like a soccer match. Like it's, or a football game here. Like it's super <laughs> Good. It's such a I get yes. goosebumps every time I hear that moment. Yes. And like why shouldn't you? Like why mm. should you not? I mean it's like it's a very hard way of saying it. 
like athletic. Mm-hmm. You know, the same way you're not sure if somebody's going to end up all the way down court and actually score. You're like, oh, is it going to yeah. happen? Like, and then it does, and it's like, ah, you know, <laughs> it can be that. Like, it does not have to be this thing where like people show up in suits and shush everybody. Right, like, okay. it's, yeah. it's not that. Hmm. So, do you remember your first performance in front of a live audience? I do, because being homeschooled, mm-hmm. I did not have my own like theater experiences very much. I had done like concert stuff, like been in choirs and done concert pieces and stuff, but um, I hadn't been like in a musical or in anything like that. So, my first performance, I was already in college. And it was actually an opera. I sang an opera before I sang a musical or anything. Wow. I know. Isn't that weird? Um, yeah. It was The Marriage of Figaro at Carthage. And I played Basilio, this like creepy guy who's like hitting on all the girls. And he's like the music teacher. So he always has like an opportunity to like go <laughs> be around all the girls. Um, yeah. It was just – that show is super fun. It's very funny. It's about like all the like working class people like being smarter than the aristocracy. So like they're, they're always like <laughs> oh, getting cool. did over. You, did you nail the performance? I think so. Although, okay. <laughs> for my age, like for have okay. never having done anything. <laughs> Were you like just super nervous, sweating, like this is my first time out here? Huh? Yes. Uh, what about you, Kayla? You remember your first performance? Um, probably don't remember it because I was three. Oh my goodness. That's when I started violin. I mean, there's definitely video recordings of it. I'm going, just playing open A like that. But I was real cute. (laughs) I believe it. I believe it. So what's the difference between opera and like a musical? Is it the same thing or is it? Yeah, it's not exactly the same thing. You want to take this? Yeah. So um, first of all, just through like music history in general, we're just looking at the time periods and all of art is always a response to the culture of the time. And so opera in general, like the main body of work is coming out of a culture of that time, mm-hmm. musical theater, born more so out of the culture of um, the late 19th and 20th century. Europe. So like, right. And that's kind of like, um, that's a piece of it. A lot of musical theater is going to be in English um, okay. and a lot more opera is mm-hmm. going to be in Italian or French mm-hmm. or German. Mm-hmm. But um, can an opera be in English? Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Sure. And it can be translated as well. That's I right. mean, it can be performed as well. They still way. write operas now. Yes. Actually. Like, I premiered, oh, yeah. I premiered a new work a couple years ago on the West Coast, and it was mm-hmm. very cool. Like, it was set in the modern time, but you just sang it the operatic way. Like, that's another thing. Like, the style of singing might be a little different. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I was just... And, um, and as it changes through the, the technique that's required of the instrument, um, for example, opera singers do not use amplification, period. Wow. Mm-hmm. They just don't. Their yeah. instrument, they build their instruments to fill an enormous opera house. And in musical theater, the majority of the time, unless you're doing like very intimate black box mm-hmm. kind of things, you are amplified. You've got your microphone taped to your face. Yeah. So it's wow. already like a big difference in the way the instrument works. It doesn't make one better than the other. Mm-hmm. It's just the tools that you've had to use for the specific art form. Yeah. It's like different ways of playing the same instrument. Like yeah. violin. You could play it like you could play Mozart or you could play fiddle. Exactly. It's still a violin. Mm-hmm. But you know, there's different ways to play it. So opera is Mozart and <laughs> musicals are the fiddle. I guess in that analogy they would be. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> hmm, okay. Well, I guess I will take our first break and we'll be right back and find out how they started this Kenosha Opera Festival. So I'm we will intrigued. be right back. La Machia Travels, 618 55th Street, has served Kenosha for over 90 years. And with their rich history, you can expect the best in customer service and care to ensure that your next vacation will be one to remember for all the best reasons. Stop in their office or visit their website, LaMachiaTravel.com, to plan your next big getaway. I'm out of here. 
Every Friday, get on down to Union Park Tavern, 4528th Avenue, for their famous fish fry, voted best in Kenosha for the last decade. But that's not all. Union Park Tavern serves up great food every day, including their 9 a.m. weekend brunches. And if you enjoy live music like we do, they got you covered there as well. Live music every Friday and Saturday night. Be sure to check out that beer garden. That's Union Park Tavern, 4520 8th Avenue. Honk, honk. Looking for a new car? Well, stop on by Carbox, 1750 22nd Avenue. Scott and his team will put you in the car of your dreams. They offer great vehicles for all family types. Honk, honk. They have the deals you want and need. Visit Carbox, 1750 22nd Avenue. Honk, honk. honk. And we're back from that break. And what a break it was. That phrase is getting so old. I love it because it's like, okay, that, that was funny the first couple times. Then it's not. But now it's so overdone. It's hilarious to me. <laughs> I'm glad you added to me into that. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, we are back with Nick and Kayla from the Kenosha Opera Festival. And we're going to dive deep into into what this is all about um so how did i mean you guys you're the you're the owner you, well, you guys created. last we left they were working together at mm-hmm. the kenosha sympathy mm-hmm. Sy- yeah. symphony mm-hmm. yeah yep mm-hmm. so how'd you guys get get involved in that um ooh, a great mentor of mine in college sarah gorky hooked me up with that awesome internship it changed my life got me into arts administration okay and so that's how i became this nerd of of grants and nonprofit legalese i got in because sarah was uh she kept asking me for like hey can you help us find singers for like we're gonna do a beethoven nine or we're gonna do this or that like will you ask your friends and this is okay it happened enough and you're like i'm a singer yeah exactly (laughs) i sang that beethoven nine it was fun i wasn't ready but it was fun um but like after a while i just emailed back and i was like hey sarah i think probably you should give me an internship for this <laughs> and she did so yeah then i was an intern as well okay there was, then, like, there was a gap for us after that though after we graduated yeah. you, you were know? off teaching i was off uh in grad school yeah. and then uh once you guys moved back here um he like pounced i literally i think we, i haven't actually done this to go back and find it but i'm pretty sure if you scrolled far enough back in our messages it would be like um hey congrats on the house and moving back to kenosha do you have time to talk on the phone <laughs> <laughs> no 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 it was it was even more formal than that like you're like i have to come over and i have to yeah, talk yeah, to you about yeah. this i brought my five-year plan oh, <laughs> oh yeah and serious business and the logo I and the original name. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. oh, 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 oh. Okay. Yeah. Tell us about this five-year plan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, you know, I was like, okay, before, because so many people, I always say this, could we have like a little fellowship for like college-age students and we teach them about like the business of being an opera singer, which okay. is usually neglected. Like you might know all <laughs> your like music history. You could tell be 400 years of history of music, but you don't know like how to fire taxes as a freelancer or any of that stuff. So we teach them all this stuff. And one of the things I tell them um, is that, it makes sense that you guys are artists, you would make good art. It also then makes sense that you're not business people and you might not know about business stuff. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I wanted to make sure that I didn't fall into that like stigma right. of like a passionate artist who's like has an idea, mm-hmm. but no, has no idea how to make it work and stuff. So like I, I dove deep. I was looking at like census data. I was like checking all the stuff out. Yep. You got to, you got to, yep. you got to. Cause I, it was like, I, if I'm going to do this, cause it's a ton of work, obviously to start a company. Yeah. It was like, we're going to make sure that it's going to work. And mm-hmm. the, what was cool was like, the more I looked into it, 
the more Kenosha, it's like, I was like, why don't we have an mm-hmm. opera company? Like, it's weird. Mm. Like, you know, we've got the Italian American society here. There's <laughs> lots of, every one of our performances at Carthage when we were students there was very well attended for like okay. classical music stuff. Okay. You know? Christmas fest is like huge yeah, and, yeah. and that's all classical music. So I was like, there's a huge, like, like audience here mm-hmm. already for that. And then like, it's easy to come from Chicago. It's easy to come from right. Milwaukee. Like we can get all that Chicago, Milwaukee uh, audience to show up and spend their cash here in Kenosha. So I was like, okay, this, this business could work. So then I sat down and wrote, you know, what are we, what are our milestones? What are our goals for every year? And then I was like, now I need help. <laughs> I can't just do this. So that literally I was like in the middle of doing this and like talking to other people I knew had started companies and then Kayla posted that they were moving back to Kenosha. So that's why I was like ready with everything. I was like, perfect timing. What, right, Kayla? what did you see in her that you thought she would make a good uh, partner for this? Or, yeah, uh, sure. Kayla is an excellent administrator. Kayla literally knows all the stuff about like, for instance, she knew all the shortcuts to get us nonprofit status real quick. Uh, things that I would have researched and like done a good job of researching, but didn't already know. And so like, it was basically like just having a cheat code for each thing. <laughs> and that includes like grant, right? Like I know how to grant, right? But she has a much like uh, more big picture view of institutional grant writing. Uh, all the grants that I'd won before we started the company were for myself or for other individual artists okay. to do projects. Whereas Kayla done institutional stuff. So like we work well together because we both have some experience with this stuff, but Kayla's just like, a grade <laughs> administrator. Was she your number one choice? For sure. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, you got to say it now. <laughs> <laughs> I know. So, Kayla, you guys uh, met. You got back into town. He, he called you up. You know, we got to meet. Want to talk Did to you. you think he was crazy? What, what was your first thoughts when he, he slapped us all down on you? We have to change the name. Oh, yeah. What was the original name? Let's go back to that the real Opera quick. The Opera Festival of Kenosha. The Kenosha Festival of Opera. Is what it was going to be because I didn't want it to be whatever it was. There was an of that wasn't needed. Okay. Yeah, okay. <laughs> you made a good point. I was trying to avoid the acronym being KOF because I was worried that people would think it was funny or something. Mm. But she talked me out of that. She's like, "No, it's fine. That's <laughs> good. It's good." No, um, no. I mean, I my first impression was I have a thousand questions, mm-hmm. and I'm pretty sure that list has only continued to grow over the years. <laughs> For sure. um, but Mine yeah, no. Too. I mean, I think I grilled you. I mean, like. Hours. Yes. Hours. I think my husband was just like, I'm good. I don't know what's <laughs> happening here. Of course, she shows up. And what are we getting involved with? We've been here for five minutes. <laughs> I just snagged you for somebody else did. <laughs> now, Kenosha Opera Festival sounds like it's an event, but it's not an event. It's the name of your organization. Yes. So do you find any kind of confusion with that, with when we're getting the message out? I think the body of our work happens within a very specified range of time. Okay. Um, obviously, we do things throughout the year, but the bulk of our work is that we're a summer festival. Okay. And I mean, really, to get really specific, like July 1st through the first weekend in August. Yep, that's when you guys okay. pulled it all out. Yeah, yeah really. Yeah, sure. So we, there's a few miscellaneous things, some some great outreach and run-out concerts in the meantime, but really, that's when you're going to find us at the Harbor Markets. That's when you're going to find us mm-hmm. doing our, our Opera Brown Keentone stuff and, of course, our, okay. our main performances at the Roadie. Yeah, and we'll get to that in a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, so when was this that you guys kind of started this whole thing? Thing. How long ago was this? 2019. It was late oh, 2019. Okay. Okay. And so actually our date of incorporation. Timing. I know. Yeah, <laughs> our date of incorporation is January 1st, 2020. So we've okay. been like for maybe, oh, I don't know, six months working on stuff into yeah. 2019. See all these plans. That 2020 is going to be great. Oh, no, it was our there. inaugural season. We oh, were yeah. like, 
let's go. We had like branding ready. We oh. were we were gonna do it. And then there was just like that really quick two week closure that we all <laughs> right, recall. Right, 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 yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, we'll come back. Like just you know, just, that's cool. We'll just do weeks. everything over the phone for Maybe a while. Three. It's over really quick. I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> did you guys start to lose a little hope? Or you're like, oh, oh man. Oh for sure. Did you yeah. almost throw in the towel? For sure. A lot of people were we, thinking that. We talked about it. I mean, yeah. we. I remember we had so when it became clear, like when the stay at home orders came all the way into like mainland America here in Wisconsin mm-hmm. we were like okay so we can't do this like we, we li- legally can't do what we were planning to do yeah. and we had oh I don't know how long we talked on the phone a couple few hours just like okay so what do we do yeah. and then we, we pretty much just went through it all we were like okay here are all of our options we're both very methodical people so we're like here's all of our options here's like every avenue that we could take and then we just started saying yes to this maybe to that no to that you mm-hmm. know and until we narrowed it down and eventually we uh, we kind of decided to do just like an online thing like everybody did yeah, yeah. Uh, but we got we were really fortunate mm. uh, we, we leaned on our network we got like a bunch of people from around the country and actually internationally to like send us uh, videos of themselves performing. Wow. So yeah, we had a ton of new performances. In fact, oh, we cool. we got a bunch of people to do. There's this. Uh, it's kind of like the unofficial Italian anthem called Va Pensiero. It's from a Verdi opera, but um, it's like this, like just like anthem. And okay. it's like a big, like hopeful. The whole thing is about it's like the Hebrew slaves singing, like the, about freedom and like that there's hope for the future and all this stuff. So it was like this feels right for this moment. So we actually put that together. We'd like I. I uh, was in editing Ooh. purgatory forever. That's <laughs> when we that. really figured out yeah. all, all that whole aspect that now, like, you know, propelled us through YouTube and stuff. But, yeah. like, that was, like, that was a journey. We had instrumentalists. We had singers. We had a whole, I think we, I don't remember how many pieces it was, but we had, like, a virtual orchestra and a virtual mm. chorus. Um, we had people sending videos from, like, Vienna and, like, wow. New York oh, and wow. L.A. And, like, we had all upwards over. of 50 people involved in yeah. this, oh, which cool. we called the Digital Gala Concert. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. wow. Very but cool. It, it raised our seed money right, to then yeah. exist and survive yeah. and launch our inaugural season the following summer. And you can okay. find that on your YouTube channel, sure correct? Can. Yep. Yeah, it's still we'll have a link for that right down there in our yep. show notes, so you can click on that. So how did your your last season, was your inaugural actual time, mm-hmm. how did that go? How was your response with that? Oh, it was phenomenal. Super. Oh, good. It was yeah. really great. Um yeah. How many appearances did you do throughout the summer? Ooh. Do you remember about Like them? over 20. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. Like we were like, oh, we're going to just keep it real conservative, like mm-hmm. real simple. Let's focus on that main stage. And then we're like, do you want to do this? Do you want to do this? Well, we could do that. We could yeah, yeah, that yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we over can do Over 20 more. appearances, we launched mm-hmm. our college-age fellowship program. Wow, congratulations. Offering Thank free you. performances, ticketed performances. Mm-hmm. Um, and we were like, we're doing this. We're doing it. <laughs> were we like 100% alive at the end of that? <laughs> Remains to be seen. No. <laughs> Um, but we're so, so thankful. And the oh, yeah. turnout was amazing. The support was amazing. Oh gosh, and we yeah. were just... Yeah, we in fact, so it was so, like, glowing. And, you know, it, I'm, like, real skeptical of, like, oh, well, this one person said something really nice. So let's, like, really take that to heart and, like, you know, get exposed, <laughs> like, you know, uh, take on risk to do more shows and stuff. Yeah. So I was not, I'm not the kind of person that would be like, let's do that. But we got so much, like, mm. positive feedback cool. from people, from the audience, from the community, just, like, from regular just shows. Just wanted to keep rolling with it. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Well, and we did. We, so we added two more performances. We doubled our performances for the main stage. Mm-hmm. And we added, last year, the fellows just did, like, a scenes concert. And we were trying to give them like partial roles to put on their resume. Like the whole point of the fellowship is that we like really spit polish their, their okay. material so they're like ready to go. Yeah. Um, so then this year we turned that into like a little black box show. So we actually have a second show already 
which is cool. So like, you know, we, we know that we can lean on the community to mm-hmm. be up for it, which yeah. is cool because, you know, nice. you never know when you're trying something new and yeah, like, right. to have it be so like glowing. It was like, Oh my gosh. Like, yeah, wow. Neat, neat. Mm-hmm. So you guys are a nonprofit. So how do you generate any kind of funds for this? I'm sure it costs money to even do anything. Yes. Oh yeah. oh yeah. 39% of our income is from individual <laughs> donations. 41% is from grants and the additional 7% is other miscellaneous sources. Okay. That's the drug deal. And people, people can donate on your website. Yes. As they sure well. can, Correct. and it's tax deductible. I'm just going to do the spiel. It's tax deductible. If you would like to donate? We will write we are, you a letter. We are a registered 501c3 organization. <laughs> no, you know it's funny. It's a common misconception that um, uh, some people out there might think that like nonprofits can't like get a lot of money or mm-hmm. that they can't like actually make a profit and mm-hmm. that's not true like in fact the whole point is to just be super fiscally responsible but instead right. of like paying dividends to the board or like stock buybacks or whatever that for-profit companies would do we just reinvest that into the work so every every dollar that somebody donates or we get from a grant or whatever or from a ticket sale it just goes right back into making more art which is pretty cool mm-hmm. yeah that's that's great yeah, yeah. So you guys have your own jobs outside of this. This is just kind of like your side thing that you're kind of doing. So you're not getting oh, yeah. paid from this. You're not taking any money for yourself. No, no, no. Okay. Okay. It's all yeah. going back into the, the... Yeah. You do it for the love of the music. Yeah. 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 We, yeah. F- we feel you on that one. <laughs> so um, then you guys do a lot of... Do you do fundraiser events? Oh, yeah. We yeah have, okay. We have two big fundraisers. They've all been mostly online up to this point. Oh, okay. And that's because at first it was during the pandemic. Yeah. So yeah. we're starting to come out of that, but mm-hmm. we, we every uh, year we do like a big winter fundraiser. Usually it coincided with uh, Giving Tuesday, which you might see on your Facebook every mm-hmm. December. It's like a whole big thing uh, because usually Facebook matches that. You know, sometimes they do oh, more, yeah. sometimes they do less, but it's nice to try and grab up some of that match. And then we have a big spring one as well that's uh, like just a big push like right before the summer starts oh, okay. and we go hard. Yeah, it's really great timing for us and mm-hmm. it's just, you know, closing that budget gap and matching kind of campaign. So that's, it's been great for us. Yeah, totally. Okay. So we can find all the information on your website, KenoshaOperaFestival.com. Uh, talk about what you have coming up this summer because yeah, you guys you got a packed summer. So, so what are some of the highlights stuff. here in town? Yeah, you want to start with the uh, Opera Around K Town stuff? Yeah, let's do it because that's really like basically already happening now. So, Opera Around K Town is our kind of brand for all of the free performances we do, anything related to outreach, anything educational. So, um, we've been doing some elder care outreach okay. um, mm-hmm. in the Racine area, which has been wonderful due to some grant support that we have for that. Um, and then we do public market, harbor market. Uh, we sing for the Kenosha Kingfish games. Oh, wow. um, We're going to do one at the Velodrome as well, a national oh, yes, anthem there. That's okay. right. That's right. Um, and then we also do a free brewery recital, which mm-hmm. is kind of yes, fun. Yes, that's and exciting. That there. one, just to plug it, is super fun. Like the whole, the programming for it is... Uh, like hilarious and like a little raunchy. Yeah, a lot more English language stuff. Okay. I always tell people, like, I know I should like talk all about the main stage, whatever, but that's always my favorite. <laughs> that's my favorite one. Yeah. And that's it's at fun. Public Craft Brewing? Yes. Sure yes. 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 Um, and then the other event... And it's July 20th. Oh, yes. yes. July, yes. 20th. July 20th. July 20th, 5 p.m. at Public. That's right. Um, and then the other thing that's new this year is that we are inviting... Um, kids from the Boys and Girls Club to our theater and we're doing a little mini show for them. Our fellows are facilitating that. Kind of giving them like maybe their first look at what opera is like 
but in a really accessible way where the songs are going to be fun and engaging and in English. And mm-hmm. we kind of just walk them through like, well, what makes this special? What makes this unique? And letting mm-hmm. them check out the, some of the instruments that are involved in a production as well. And yeah. just getting to see the guts of the theater, which is okay. kind of cool. Yeah. So, I mean, it's not just you guys that are doing this whole thing, is it? No. I mean, you, have, no. you must have a staff of some people there involved in this. Yeah. Well, we've got, so there's us, uh, which are, we're like staff. Okay. Um, we have, of course, the board uh, and all our board members uh, contribute in one way or another. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we also have every summer, and this is the bulk of our cost is personnel. Everything scales up. So it goes from like two staff members to like, I don't know, 60 wow, people. Wow. Yeah. Cause yeah. we've got an orchestra for the main stage. So we gotta, we gotta uh, hire all them. Mm-hmm. Then you've got all of the principals for the main stage, which we can talk a little bit more about that in a minute, but like they're coming from all over the place, like mm-hmm. all over the country and world actually. Yeah. Um, so we got to travel them in, put them up, um, and wow. they're like these wonderful talents from like all over the place. Okay. Uh, and, and this year, I think we have six, six of them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Plus a, a conductor and a stage director. And then we actually have two more because we did with the with the fellows instead of the scenes, the second show, Orfeo. That actually has also a music director slash pianist and wow. stage director. So they're Plus the from, fellows in the fellowship program. Plus the fellows in the fellowship program. Who are a big part of our Opera Round K-Town arm yeah. as well. They're so. part of things. And yeah, and so we just got like a, a lot of people. Goes on. Yeah, we could, we could <laughs> Do you have any kind of like local talent that you're showcasing? Oh, for Absolutely. sure. So for our fellowship, it's a rule that they have to be Wisconsin connected. Okay. Mm-hmm. They have to either be from Wisconsin or studying now in Wisconsin. Um, and so we're targeting like college age. They could be in grad school, but uh, students is what okay. we're looking for. People who are looking to make a career in opera. And work cheap. And <laughs> Actually, well, you know, there is that. A lot of young artist programs basically are that. Yeah. It's kind of like a racket where you like put in your time. I shouldn't say it's a racket. Sorry, it's a Sorry young artist A people. learning experience. <laughs> <That's> a- <laughs> but like it is, it's a, what you're doing is taking low pay for work experience in yeah. those situations. But in this case, we don't charge any tuition. We okay. help them find grants to pay for like their expenses while they're staying right. in Kenosha. Uh, because if they're not, like for instance, you know, school's out for the summer if you're a Carthage student or Parkside student or something yeah. like that. So, uh, our goal is to make that cost zero. Okay. Just literally hand them experience for free. Yeah. And the other thing we do too is for them, this is something the public doesn't really get to see. Uh, there is a public masterclass. So that's the one place where the public can really come in and see what's going on. But every, almost every day we have either in person or over zoom, somebody from the industry coming to talk to them about. So like there's a, there are two main media firms in classical music. One's called Lenny studio and one's called unison media. And we've got somebody, a good friend that comes from Lenny's and talks about, she like manages a bunch of the top opera singers around the world. She's got to like wake up at four in the morning to like post something in German or whatever. (laughs) So she comes and talks to them about like, how do you do Instagram? How do you do social media? How does TikTok work? What's all this stuff? How do you promote yourself? We build a website. So by the time they leave, they've got a website. So the whole thing is like, yeah, I mean, there is like the cheap labor side of it. That's like definitely a stigma with young artist programs. But But it's a give and take kind of thing. It's a give and take. But for us, I mean, yeah, we, we, they perform a thing for in our show but really we we're not making any money on that yeah yeah Mm -hmm. they're just we're just trying to we're just trying to promote kids that are from studying in wisconsin so and then even beyond the fellowship program honestly the majority of people involved are locals the entire orchestra 
is locals. Mm-hmm. We have some named roles in the main stage that are local. There's mm-hmm. uh, Jenny's Pentico, who lives out in the county here. She's mm-hmm. coming in to sing a role called Berta. doesn't mean anything to people listening, <laughs> but it will if you come see the show. Yeah. Uh, but go. she's going to sing a role. And then we've got um, uh, Edson Melendez, who's from just north of here, like right over in uh, Racine there. And he's going to sing um, Fiorello, another role, which you'll know what that means if you come. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, we've got locals. We've got people coming from all over, but it's important to have locals actually yes. like in For the sure. show. Yeah. You know, and doing stuff because we do have lots of great local talent here mm-hmm. you might not realize it uh this might be the first time you're hearing it uh dear listener but they are there and like, we try to hire them yeah yeah and that you guys like you said you're going to be at so many places this july i yes. mean just go to your website yes kenoshaoperafestival.com and everything is right there yes it's, mm-hmm. it's wonderful we've got a, a page called like uh tickets or uh, festival season mm-hmm. 2022. If you click on that, it's literally just a page with everything. You can see every single yep. thing. Buy your ticket right then and there for that's some it. of these yep. events. That's Find that link right down there in those show notes. Yes, yes right down in the right. description. <laughs> there is, uh, we do have a cool thing if you want to save a little money. If you're going to come to one of these many things, we got like a season ticket, uh, which okay. is cool because oh. you get like 15% off, so it's cheaper for you. You actually get like preferred seating and stuff. Okay. So uh, it's a nice way to do that. If people are interested in more than one thing, mm-hmm. definitely recommend uh, checking out this. What does that ticket. run about? Guys, guess what the season ticket costs? What do you think the season ticket costs? What would you pay if you're going to the Market Center in Milwaukee? I would pay $100. You pay $100? I hear $100. What do I hear from you, Donnie? $200. It's $65. Whoa. Only $65. Now, this summer only. (laughs) (laughs) And if you go to two events, it's still worth it. Right. Absolutely. And preferred seating that people who buy their tickets individually don't get access to. So it's like. Great deal. You really get to like boost yourself up. And you're supporting the arts scene here in town. Yes. Yes. That's That's the most important. Yes. Yes. All right. Well, I think we're going to take our second break. We'll be right back with some Kenosha Connects and some trivia. All right. Wow, Donnie, your hair is looking fabulous. Thanks. I got it cut from Boda at Faded Barbershop for Men, 2227 63rd Street. Oh, they offer many different services, including shaves, waxing, and those good old-fashioned haircuts. Follow their Facebook page to schedule your next hair-rising experience. That's Faded Barbershop for Men, 2227 63rd Street in Uptown Kenosha. Hey, Donnie, you thirsty? Yeah. Well, get on down to Lucci's Grandview, 6929 39th Avenue, and grab yourself a cold drink and some good conversation. This family-owned bar will serve you up some great memories. Follow them on Facebook for their great upcoming specials and events. That's Lucci's Grandview, 6929 39th Avenue. Cheers. I'll meet you there. And we're back from that break. Yes, we are. And we're here with uh, Nick and Kayla from the Kenosha Opera Festival. And it is now time for our Kenosha Connects. Kenosha Connects is brought to you by Frank's Diner. Mm-hmm. 508-58th Street. They have been a Kenosha icon since 1926. This classic establishment offers up sassy service with scrumptious breakfasts and lunches. Can you take on the garbage plate? I can, and I did. Stop in at Frank's. They're open seven days a week in downtown Kenosha. Check out their full menu at franksdinerkenosha.com. Are you guys ready for some Kenosha Connects questions? I'm ready. I'm ready for a I garbage don't plate know. Uh-oh. I don't know. <laughs> Kayla, you look a little nervous. I am. <laughs> I haven't been here long enough. Uh, you'll be fine. You'll be fine. All right, we'll start out with this one. What was the last great meal you had in Kenosha? Ooh. I think it was the rigatoni chicken parm at Slip 56. Oh. Right right around the corner from the theater, so we go there a lot. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Probably 
any of the tacos at Public. Oh, oh tacos at Public, huh? Oh. Yeah, they got good tacos there. They're cheese curds. I yes, they are oh. probably the best. And yep. the new menu item, the poutine. Oh, I didn't see that. Oh, yes. okay. highly recommend. Ooh, I will be at Public Craft Brewery this Friday, hosting an art auction. Ooh. Oh, that sounds fun. Yes, going once, going twice. Sold to Nick for $1 million. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> I guess you're not getting that table at Carthage anymore. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> well, I used to have a million dollars, but now, not anymore. <laughs> All right, where in Kenosha would you recommend someone to go for a first date? Ooh, uh... There's a few good spots. For roadie for an opera show? That's yeah, right. right. Check out the opera. <laughs> it's very fun. It's not boring at all. They'll love it. The Stella would be real like oh, yeah. classy with like the historical. Yeah, yeah. It's just a gorgeous spot. Okay. I was gonna say Sazzy Bees. Oh, oh, yes. Great place. Great yes. place. Their cocktails are like amazing. Yep. Yeah. They're yeah. geniuses over there. Yep. All right, favorite Kenosha event besides your own? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, it has to be the Harbor Market. Ah, yeah. there you mm-hmm. go. Yeah, Harbor Market, I'd say. Or, you know, a Kingfish game. Yeah, it's fun. Oh, yeah. it's super fun. fun. We yeah. like the Kingfish. That's good. We just, I just went to the Kingfish game on Saturday. I went last week. Hey. They, got, they got whooped 10 to 4, but it was still Ooh. fun. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what's your favorite museum in Kenosha? Mm, I think the Dinosaur Museum for me. Oh, yeah. Civil War Museum. Mm. Yeah. Favorite local place to see a band? Mm-hmm. Do you guys get out and see bands anymore? Yeah, sure. We were just uh, the other day at Rustic and somebody was playing oh. uh, Haven Wells. Miss B. Oh, Haven yeah. was playing. Oh, right. yes. yeah, yeah. 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 Actually, I mean, I was going to say, um, Kenosha Creative Space puts on just like the widest variety. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. We got some cool stuff down there. Yeah. I mean, you just, do. you're never going to find two things that are too similar back to back at that place. So. Oh, that's yeah. true. All right. Uh, your favorite pizza place in Kenosha? Ooh, it, it changes every day. We understand. Oh, no. <laughs> That's true. And you don't have to say Luigi's because we're in Luigi's. I was going to so. say, well, today it's Luigi. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Kaiser's for me. Oh, yeah. I was going to say Kaiser's. You and can also agree. Just like, it's okay. Like, <laughs> like marching over there, especially like after a show mm-hmm. and like just like going to town on oh, Kaiser's yeah. Pizza. That's they have that double-decker there. That's just amazing. Like the double-decker veggie. Oh, mm, crazy good. So good. I get like a small one. If I did lunch for three days. It's yes. great. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I got great <laughs> memories of going there in school. And like they had like the unlimited, like as much as you oh, can yeah, eat. Oh, special. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it was that Wednesdays or whatever. Yeah. It was so dangerous. Yeah. I'd go there with friends and we would just like sit for hours. And then we'd be, the staff would be looking at us like, dude. <laughs> Are you okay? <laughs> get out of here. We're like, we're in college. This is, we're eating for the week. <laughs> <laughs> All right, where can I get the best burrito in Kenosha? Mm-hmm. If it was taco, we know what Kayla would say. She yeah. would say public, but yeah. they don't have burritos there. So uh, maybe, what do you think? Lafo, maybe La Fogata. Yeah, I was gonna say La Fogata. La Fogata yeah. good. Yeah. good. Yeah, 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 yeah. When's the last time you rode the streetcar? Freshman year of college. Yeah, yeah, it might have been that long for me too. I keep wanting to do it, or like put an artist on the streetcar and like get it for like B roll for ads and stuff. Yeah, yeah. I always recommend it to everybody as like a staple of like experiencing Kenosha, and Mm -hmm. I don't practice what I preach. Mm, Come on, now, Caleb. Yeah, they're fun to look at, but yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. that's true. You need to get someone like hang out the window. (laughs) That would actually be kind of what I wanted to do. They might kick you off. (laughs) We gotta like go talk to the people and be, hey, can we? (laughs) I'm sure they don't care. Oh, you're taking our picture. That's fine. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) All right, guys. You guys are not lifelong Kenoshans. Might be a little tough, but which now closed Kenosha business do you wish you could bring back? 
or any of them you could think of that aren't here anymore. That is a toughie. Yeah, it's kind of tough for, for newbies. So mm-hmm. you... <laughs> oh, Manjas. Oh, oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Obviously. Oh, yeah. oh, they had one of the best brunches. Yes. There. Oh, my God. And I did go there in college and, like, just have such fond memories they, they of were that place. So good. They were just really special. Yeah. And yeah. a great location. Yeah. So charming. I'm surprised Stella didn't just connect to it and have that to be their, like, restaurant. They I could know. have just had, like, a little hall, boom, right there. Yeah, kind of right? fun. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Maybe but, it's in the cards. We'll see. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> when was the last time you swam in Lake Michigan? Last summer. Actually, I was going to say, last summer I was like doing the dunes and stuff and and went in. We got done. We closed the show and then my wife's family was in town because they play some instruments. They wanted to come and play in the pit. So they were playing here and we were all, they 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 had been like going to the beach every day and stuff because like all they're doing is playing in the pit. Like they have lots of free time. (laughs) So they're like, you got to come to this beach. And it was the one down by... down near the smaller harbor, like Wolf and Butel Park there. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, oh, it's like that beach right I off there. Love so that cute. Spot. Yeah. Yeah. So we all went there and I was just like completely like a like vegged out. Just like I am a vessel, I am empty. <laughs> nice, <laughs> the nice. summer killed me. <laughs> <laughs> Become one with the beach. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, guys. In which Kenosha bar do you think you spent the most money at? Ooh. Like like all time? All or time. like lately? Okay. All time. For sure it's either it's either Ashlings, just oh. in probably just in Guinness alone. That's the Bloody Marys. <laughs> oh, yeah, oh you know what? I always just get the Guinness, but I bet their Bloody Marys like oh, killer. Oh, it's so they even they add some Guinness to their Bloody oh, Marys. Oh, that yeah. sounds good. Love they that. Great. I did not know, but I'm like my family's Irish, and so it's like I go to there, and I'm like, you guys know how what you do. Yeah, they you do. You do. <laughs> it's like stamp approved. Yep. Mine's probably Sassy Bees. Oh, Sassy Bees. Good place. Good yeah. place. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, Ron's place is up there too. Yeah, oh, get those wow. teas. Oh, yeah, yeah. You're in trouble. <laughs> Are you doing the tour? Are you yeah. doing the tour? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, last question here. Big star or the spot? Big star for me. Nice. I used to live right there. So I was going to say yeah. big star as well, just because it's like a little bit closer to the stuff that I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The spot's good too, though. Yeah, it is. It is. I mean, they're both great. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Obviously. Awesome. <laughs> Well, that was our Kenosha Connects, and that was brought to you by Frank's Diner. That's right, and now it's time for trivia. And trivia is brought to you by Wink Beauty Boutique. Sarah and her staff at Wink Beauty Boutique, they offer the great services that make you feel and look your absolute best, Donnie. (laughs) Wink is located at 10909 Sharon Road, right above the Village Supper Club, and they provide lash treatments, body wax, facials, and more. Hey guys, Sarah has some great gift certificates, which will make your lady quiver with excitement. That's Wink Beauty Boutique. I know. I just love that part so much. (laughs) Did you write that line? No, you did, actually. Uh (laughs) Uh, So go visit our good friend, Sarah, at Wink Beauty Boutique. All right, guys. So I come up with trivia and pit our guests against Donnie. So I try to do something related to the guests, and I'm just looking up opera trivia, and there's a lot of it, but a lot of it was... Words I couldn't pronounce, and I didn't know what, I, feel what that. I didn't know what questions were easy or hard, or because I didn't know the answers to any of them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I decided to take a little bit of an easier route here, and we're doing rock opera trivia. All right, all right. All right. I might so, have a chance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're in. So we have three questions for each of you. We're gonna see how you guys do. Okay. We're gonna start with Donnie, so you guys kind of see how it works here. Cool. So Donnie, I'm gonna describe a rock opera to you, okay. and you need to tell me. All right. The name of the album. 
This rock opera centers on the main character who is dying from cancer and tells the story of his apparent death, experiences in the afterlife, and reflections on his life. I always give him the easy ones. <laughs> I don't even, I can't. Oh. Uh, the who, um, what is uh, I don't know. No, it's the Black Parade by My Chemical Romance. Oh God, um, I should have known that. I'm an emo freak. That's uh, why I gave that one. Uh, I don't like them though. Yeah. Okay. All right, Nick and Kayla, I'll start you guys off the easy one here. Okay. Uh, psychosomatically blind, deaf, and mute boy becomes a master pinball player and a figurehead of a cult. Tommy. There That's you it. go. That's it. One nothing. Okay, so you guys see how this works. <laughs> Donnie, here we go. This is an easy one for that you. That Uncle here. Ernie was a weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> Donnie, this is the story of omnisexual, drug-abusing alien who manifests as a human rock star, acting as a messenger on behalf of his homeworld. Um, 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 David Bowie album. Oh, God, why can't I think of it? Oh. You just say part of it. I got it. It's a long title. Uh, I can't even think of a space... Uh, Ziggy Stardust. Ziggy Stardust. I'll give it to you. Ah, it it was on the tip of your tongue, Donnie. It's the rise of Ziggy Stardust and the spiders of Mars. Ah, I'll give it to you because you had David Bowie. Thank you, you, thank you. you. Sarah's going to kill me when she listens to this. (laughs) She loves David Bowie. Oh, no. So we're tied up 1-1. Question number two for you guys. He only gave me that one because these are going to be so hard on me. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys. A confined but troubled rock star descends into madness in the midst of physical and social isolation from everyone. That's so vain. Not sure. Confined but troubled rock star descends into madness. I feel like this is going to be one where when we hear it, we're going to go, Doh! Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, no, yeah, yeah, for sure you are. Yeah. We're going to be kicking ourselves. I know. I don't have it. You're going to have oh. to give it to us. Is it oh. by the who? No, it is Pink Floyd the Wall. Oh, oh come oh, on. Oh, I thought it was new. it. I know. <laughs> if you had mentioned anything about bricks. Uh, I mean, right, right, oh, right, man. <laughs> All right, Donnie. Oh, boy. This is question number three for you. An angst-ridden youth escapes the drudgery of his postal job to join a sharp-dressed gang at odds with their rivals. Um, I can't think of any rock. Oh, uh, Green Day, American Idiot. No. Incorrect. That is Quadrophenia. Oh, I just said it. Uh, Hate Those trivia. hurt, man. <laughs> you're making me take all these F words now. Oh, so sorry. Oh, you know you're not. <laughs> you put fun beliefs in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, guys. Get this one, you win. Okay. This is the story of Jesus of Suburbia, a lower middle class American who hates his hometown and leaves for the city. Oh, man. Go for it. We're looking at each other. American idiot? You got it. Ah. All right. Congratulations, guys. That was a squeaker right there. Congratulations. You guys win. A free K-Town Connects t-shirt, courtesy of the Letter Machine. The Letter Machine is located at 725 50th Street. They can customize almost anything. Gifts, uniforms, school apparel, office attire, accessories, you name it, they can do it. Also, check out their online novelty store at lettermachine.com. They have some awesome ready-made designs ready to go just for you. 
Yes. You, get a night, you guys get oh some shirts here. Uh, Thank you. This is so yeah, exciting. Uh, yeah, yeah. Pick out your size and oh. slap that bad boy on every time you walk around. Yes. That's it. That was a tight game, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I know. Feel bad I, know. I was sweating I know. for you guys. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you guys so much for joining us. We really appreciate it. Uh, you guys did great. And we can't oh wait gosh. to check out the events. Really can't. Uh, so let's thank our sponsors. Oh, of course. Here. We have to thank the Downtowner Saloon. Union Park Tavern. Car Box. Frank's Diner. Mini Samuel of Next Home Refined. Acupuncture and Wellness of Wisconsin. The Specialty Nacho Queen. Lucci's Grandview. La Machia Travel. Faded Barbershop for Men. Wink Beauty Boutique. The Lettering Machine. Gerber's Gift Shop. And of course, Luigi's Pizza Kitchen. <laughs> well, another show in the book. No, I'm not so scared of opera anymore. No, I, I, I've learned a lot. <laughs> I've learned a lot. Right, but Don, Donnie, what, what is it that we're doing here? Um, we are, oh, what are, I always forget, we are connecting Kenosha. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you will.